You're listening to the Carry On Friends podcast, episode 47, the Minnesota edition. Welcome to the Carry On Friends podcast, where you'll be inspired and empowered to do amazing things in your personal lives, career, business, and community with your host, Carrie Ann Reed Brown. Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. And welcome to a mini-sode edition on documenting the system for enhanced productivity. I just make up the long name because it really was just going to be documenting the system. Anyway, system I'm thinking of, uh, just how to do things, right? It's a to-do list, right? It's a how-to, right? That's how we call it. And as and this applies whether you're a business person or a career person because documenting or making a, a, a list of how something should be done is very important. Um if you're an entrepreneur, solopreneur, you're probably thinking, I don't need to document anything. It's all in your head. But from my experience, that's exactly why you should document things. You know, you always have a ballooning list of things to do and several things competing for your attention. And really and truly, let's face it, you know, you could use the help, but your excuse is, yo, I need help, but I don't got time to teach nobody to do this. And you know what? It's just easier if I did it myself. If you find yourself saying that, that's when you really need to put something on paper on how to do something because that is not good. You are going to be chained and tied to this task and you're going to resent it after a while. And that's when you give up and say, can't bother. But anyway, I digress. So a system or a process is helpful because it's helping you see how you do something. It's help. It's giving you a clearer picture. It can help you become more efficient, especially when multiple things are competing for your time. It helps you to be kind of accurate because you have a system you have laid out the steps to do something and you could see what you need to do where you are I know you understand like benefits even for the career person listing out the to do how to do something it's it's really important this is how you justify where man I got a lot of work to do work pile up it's killing me I need more people with short staff you really have to document it now caveat I'm not saying even after you're documented you know they might hire somebody right away that may happen, that may not happen, but at least you've documented that and you're making a, 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 a use case argument to say, well, this is, the, this is a system, this is what I've been doing, here are the steps to do this. So you, you, you're basically advocating for yourself as to where your time is being spent, you know, what's the best use of your time, how someone else could help you. As a solopreneur, entrepreneur, this helps you to make time or make room for a freelancer or someone to come in and help you. You going through Fiverr or whichever freelancing tool that you like to use. So documenting a system is helpful. The reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I've had I've been having conversations with my brother-in-law, my friends, my accountability partner, and systems tend to be something that everyone's like, yo, I need to have a system but I don't have the time to create a system. And I'll be honest, it takes time up front to put in this effort to create and document the system. But the time up front is important because it's going to save you time down the road, right? So don't be penny wise and pound foolish, meaning that you want to be stingy with the time up front, but you're really going to end up spending a whole time down the end. So let's flip it. Let's take some time to, to put into building the system up front to hopefully save you a lot of time down the road, right? So quickly, documenting the system, a how-to, how to put it on paper. The first thing you want to do is clear your mind and put every single step that's associated with this task. You don't have to put it in any rhyme, reason, or order. That will 
probably trip you up. So as it comes to you, oh, I do X, I do Y, I do Z, you just kind of put it on paper, right? So give you an example, writing a a blog article, doing a podcast. There's so many different steps that you you know that has to go in before you hit publish on the podcast or the blog post at work, right? This is not only, I think I said this before, this is not only for an entrepreneur, this is for the career person, right? So at work, what are some tasks that you have to do and to, to say, okay, this is a complete deliverable for work, whatever that deliverable is, right? You want to be able to make sure that you can document it. So you get every single thing out on paper, every single thing. And you, you, that, that's your first step. Your second step is going over that initial list in the order which they should happen, right? So the first thing you do, you was just kind of brainstorming. You was doing a brain dump. You was emptying your mind of everything that has to do with this podcast, right? Because that's how I did my podcast um, process and how my, my writing process and all Every little thing I do, I try to put a process or a system into it because me delegate. Everybody in my family say, yes, Carrie love delegate. So first, we did a brain dump of every single task that's associated with this deliverable. Two, you want to review the task that you did in your first round in order of which they should happen. By the time you get to this stage, that list starts to prompt or trigger you to think of other steps you might have missed out or you might have realized that you broke down this task too granular or it wasn't broken down enough. So that's what the second step does, right? The third step is after you've done that second review of the list, you start categorizing tasks in terms of the phase in which it should happen. So perfect example with the podcast. With the podcast, you have a planning phase, you have a recording phase, you have an editing phase, you have a published phase, right? So what are all the tasks that are going to be in the recording phase, in the editing phase, in the in the planning phase? You want to group those together. So now you have a very clear idea of where you are in the process. And a lot of things has, have this, right? So when you're doing online checkout, it shows you, oh, enter your credit, you're, you're entering the credit card information. They have these little charts at the bottom to show you where you are in the process. And that's what you should be doing as well. For, for whatever deliverable as an entrepreneur or career person. All right, so after you do the categories, you want to, next step is to use that process, right? So you are going to actively use that process as a checklist on a, a real life deliverable that you have to do. And the reason why you want to do this, you just don't want it to be theory, right? We love theory and we're stuck in our heads with theory. You want to make it practical. So you want to make it visible, so you can see it and actually use it. And as you're using it, that's your second net or catch all, so to speak, for you're actively working in a deliverable and um, you see where you are, you, you make adjustments, you're making adjustments and you're refining as you go along, right? So as you're refining and you're making adjustments, the next step you want to do is see if someone else can take what you've done in this list and do the same thing. So there's two ways to that. So the next step would be to figure out the tasks that can be delegated. You can, maybe the entire process can be delegated. If it can, then you could do that. And then by delegating it to someone else, you can see if it makes sense to someone else. For example, there's a new program on how to do some research and showed it to the intern. And then I said to the intern, I need you to document step to step how you did this. And the intern did it. Someone else on the team needed to know how to do the same research. So I, the first intern then gave 
what they documented to someone else. And that's the way the other person is going to test what the intern did, right? So it's basically having someone else test whether the system is right. That's not always the case. There are some aspects of it where you still need to have, so you need to delegate. And it's a matter of seeing, okay, can you delegate this? Who should it be delegated to? What's a turnaround time? What's the capability? How much of it can be delegated? Those are things you want to assess in this stage. You are assessing the, the process. Is it work for when, when you incorporate other people into the step? Because the, the, the purpose of the process is it's for you, but it's also for other people to help you. And then finally, you're working in the system, you or other teammates, you have to be able to set a time to review the system and this process. So depending on the deliverable and what it is, it might be once a month. I think that might be a lot. So I would say every three months you want to review it because sometimes you outgrow a system and reviewing it every three months is a way to try to keep it fresh. So I hope that was helpful um, in, in terms of helping you come up with a way on how to create a system. So a quick recap of the steps. The first thing you want to identify the deliverable that, that the system is going to be created for. You want to do a complete brain dump and list every single task that you know is associated with this deliverable. The next thing you want to do is you want to go over the initial list of things you've written down or tasks associated with the deliverable in the order in which they should be done. So this is where you start putting things in order. Once you do that, the fourth step, you start categorizing steps that could be part of a, a, a particular phase of this deliverable. So you want to phase them. Phase one is creating the idea, planning. Phase two is recording or editing, right? So you want to start fa- putting them in phases and organizing that way. So you, so then you make this del- deliverable even more manageable by breaking it down or categorizing them, right? Five, you make the system visible and you actively use it. You are testing it because that's where you're going to continue to refine the system and the process. Six, that's when you start bringing other people in to use the system and process that you're creating. This is the testing of that system by someone outside yourself because after a while, you can't catch your own mistake. Someone else has to catch it. So Depending on the deliverable, maybe you can hand it off to somebody entirely and they try to follow your steps or there's probably parts of it that you can delegate and you'd have to find out where those areas are and delegate accordingly. This is another way you're going to test. You're going to get feedback. You're going to improve. And then seven, you want to be able to schedule time to revise or review this system to make sure it's still fresh, it's relevant, and it still can be used. So those are my processes and I hope it's been helpful. That's it for this mini-sode and um, until next time, walk good. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Carry On Friends podcast. For a recap of this episode and other great articles, please visit the blog at www.carryonfriends.com. That's C-A-R-R-Y-O-N-F-R-I-E-N-D-S.com.
You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience, produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at Carry On Friends.